What's up, guys? We are back. My name is Riley, and I am the host of the Hotter Than My Demons podcast, and I am so excited that you are here. This is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything from sex, relationships, to personal development, to health, wellness, anything and everything. Literally nothing is off the table. So I am so glad you are here, and let's get ready for this week's episode. What up, you little motherfuckers? Um... It is me. I am back after about five trillion years of not doing podcasts. Um, And you know what? I'm just going to be as fucking transparent as I possibly can. Um, I've been having a little bit of this feeling of, oh my God, I don't know how to present myself on social media at the moment. This episode is just going to be like a little bit of a life update so y'all can hear about my crazy brain and crazy life. Um... But I've been having these weird conflicting issues around social media lately, and anybody who follows me on Instagram or Facebook kind of knows that. I've been really like in this weird love-hate relationship with Instagram and social media and my phone screen. And then also with that has come this weird um, inability of like knowing how to show up. So because of that, I've been trying to show up as honestly as I can, but it doesn't always feel right. Like I just don't want to show up at all if I'm being completely honest. So that is where I'm at. So that's why it's been a little bit of a break from social media and from the podcast. Um, And I will say this. I've listened to a lot of podcasts, okay? And lately I've been listening to Glennon Doyle's We Can Do Hard Things, which like every human being on this earth needs Glennon Doyle. (laughs) Every woman, I should say, um, needs Glennon Doyle. She's amazing. And so I listen to a podcast like that and I think oh my God, like she brings so much wisdom to a podcast. How the fuck could I bring that much wisdom to a podcast? And then, you know, today I'm getting ready and I'm brushing my greasy ass hair and I'm thinking, you know what? You just bring what you got and hopefully it helps somebody and maybe it doesn't. And then the podcast just goes unlistened too, but that's okay. So um, today's episode is just going to be like a little bit of a life update because I feel like that's the most the easiest way for me to genuinely show up is just to kind of talk about what's been going on for me. Um, I've had the most mental past few months, like the most mental past few months. And I feel like it's really been wearing on me. Uh, I feel like it's been wearing on me emotionally. I feel like it's been wearing on me physically. I feel like it's been wearing on me um, mentally, like all of the things. So just to backtrack a little bit, I, as you guys know, like I have a coaching business which I actually really struggle to be in right now. I'm finding that, you know, I've always run this coaching platform based off of um, really trying to help women like step into their power surrounding food and step into their power surrounding um, training and to really practice self-compassion and kindness and self-love and to get themselves to this better space emotionally and physically. But I'm up against diet culture in that business And I'm up against other people who are saying the things and they are, you know, dangling the carrot of, you know, work with me and you're going to get six pack abs and, and do this and do this. And I'm going to guarantee that you're going to be skinny, but I'm going to give you an eating disorder. And it's really conflicting, honestly, like it's really conflicting. So I'm, I'm feeling like that. I also run a, um, I started an apparel line. So I know that that's like where we got the name hotter than my demons for this podcast is we have a shirt that says hotter than my demons. And it's like my favorite thing. 
And so we also just launched our third collection. So much went into this collection and it was the most stressful process of my life. Um, Everything that went wrong could have went wrong. So we work on this. I work with a local artist. She's just the best woman ever. Her name's Samantha. I work with her and we meet up every Tuesday and we like bust our ass for hours, like talking about um, product ideas, talking about designs, going over designs that she's worked on, critiquing them, coming up with a game plan as to who our target market is and who our target audience is, coming up with like empowering um, messages behind each piece. And we just busted it. Like, we were so proud of this collection. Um, And then everything went crazy. I had a delay with my printer who fell and broke her ribs. And she was kind of unmanageable anyways. So, like, there was always a delay with things or she wouldn't have things done on time. So, I just thought, fuck this. I'm getting a new printer. So, I had to find a new printer. This printer charged me out the asshole for our pieces. So, like, probably our price for each piece was double what it normally is. Um, crazy. I also got a fat tax bill that I had to deal with. Uh, so then, you know, you put like higher pieces onto the bill and like, then I'm stressed about fucking money. Then my photographer fell through. Like it was just one thing after another. And I got to the point where I was like, is this even something I should be fucking doing? Like, should I even be doing this apparel line? Like I, it's, this is crazy amount of stress. Anyways, Ended up getting everything sorted. And then within a week of not knowing when we were going to launch, we launched within a week of that moment. So that was crazy. And now I'm on vacation and um, just processing life. I also celebrated my four years sober in the middle of all of that. So it's been a whirlwind. It's been a whirlwind. Um, And because it has been so much... Um, so much feelings of, oh my God, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what my purpose is. I'm feeling like I'm floundering because that has been such a prominent feeling in my life lately. I have been really struggling with the sense of, I don't know where I fit in the world and I don't know what my role is. And that's been really hard to navigate. Um, I honestly should do like a whole episode on imposter syndrome because any woman who has started a business, um, any woman who, and I don't know, maybe any woman who works period. Um, I mean, I, I worked in a coffee shop job before I started, you know, entrepreneurial stuff. And, uh, so I obviously didn't feel it there. Cause like, I know I can show up and make a fucking latte, but since I've started like really trying to navigate my way in the business world and create my own business, this feeling of imposter syndrome has been next level. These feelings of comparing myself to other, you know, women in business on social media has been unbearable. And because of that, I've been in this constant state of like, oh my God, what the fuck do I want to do with my life? Because this is not it. I don't want to compare. I don't want to feel like I'm not good enough. I don't want to feel like I don't know what I'm doing. And that's been really hard because I just assumed that I was, I honestly do think I'll be an entrepreneur for the rest of my life. I think that I'm just one of those people who's not made to work for somebody. Like I don't fucking listen well. Um, And I do have this ability to like make money doing most things. Like that's been something I've been gifted with. And it's, I mean, that is a double-edged sword. Some people would be like, wow, you're so lucky. But I'm like, am I lucky? Like you get to go to a nine to five and like take constructive criticism and then like leave and not worry about anything after five o'clock. Like I'm worrying about things 24 hours a day. (laughs) Um, 
But because of that, I've been really feeling this sense of, yeah, just feeling lost, feeling like I don't know what to do, feeling like I don't know how to create space for what it is that I want to do and the message I want to bring in each business. Um, and that has been a weird navigating you know, experience. It's been, it's been really fucking uncomfortable. Um, and because of that, I just want to preface all of this with saying, I know that getting comfortable in an industry or getting comfortable with what my messaging is in terms of marketing, I know that that is an inside job. I know that being confident in who I am is an inside job, but you chuck fucking TikTok fucking Instagram, fucking Facebook, fucking Facetune filters, blah, blah, blah. You shove all that shit into our world. And like, who is not struggling with, um, you know, little feelings of like insecurity. So that's been huge for me lately is trying to navigate my way through that and trying to figure out what it is that I want to do and what it is that I want to see. And because I have been feeling this way, I have been a hot ass mess in so many ways. Uh, and I, I mean that, like, I feel like I'm kind of having an identity crisis where it's like, I thought that I identified as fitness coach. I thought that I identified as sober woman. And I'm in this point where I'm realizing like I'm a very multifaceted human being and I'm allowed to be, um, sexy and I'm allowed to be hardworking and I'm allowed to be fun and carefree and I'm allowed to not give a fuck about work. And then on the other side, I'm allowed to really care and love my work. And that's actually so hard. Like it is so hard because we as women, we have been taught to be a certain way. So I was listening to the Glennon Doyle podcast the other day and it was all about fun and how women from a very young age we stop learning how to feel joy and how to have fun and how to play because play requires us to be, um, what's the word? It, it requires us to be not um, self-conscious. Like it requires us to be present and happy in our bodies and just playing and free. And we as young women are taught to be concerned about our looks and how we present ourselves as opposed to just how we live. And so I'm really finding that like trying to be a fun, cool woman outside of work and trying to not be so serious all the time or stressed out about whether the dishwasher's fucking unloaded the correct way is hard. Like I don't know how to do it. So it's so bizarre to try to be somebody who is professional yet themselves or is, you know, um, modest, for lack of a better word, but also, like, is in touch with their sexuality or allows themselves to um, wear clothes that make them feel outside of their comfort zone but make them feel good and empowered. It's so bizarre to be a woman trying to, like, navigate your way through an identity crisis. Like, it really is, and I feel like I haven't really heard much about this in my life or uh, maybe even on social media of oh my God, we have fucking identity crises when we are unlearning behaviors that were taught to us that no longer serve a purpose. Like being a miserable cunt who is always stressed about the fucking laundry or my house being perfect is not what I want to do, but that's all I've been shown how to do by my mom who was a clean freak. So trying to unlearn that, I have no idea what that looks like. Trying to be a woman who's fun and like ditches work halfway through the day to go jump into the river and fucking take my top off in, in the stream. I don't know how to do that. I don't have the fucking first clue. <laughs> so, you know, it's been like a really weird, um, 
last couple of months and I am feeling very much like I don't know how to show up and just like be consistent because what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis, it's not consistent. It's not, um, you know, linear. It's like one day I'm a fucking psychopath. The next day I don't want to get out of bed. The next day I'm so confident and I know exactly what I want to do in life. And the next day I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? Who are, who were you yesterday? We don't want that. So I'm going through this weird period and I don't know if this is something that happens at 25 or if it is just like me <laughs> needing fucking medication. <laughs> um, but you know, it's weird. It's been a transitional period. So all that being said, life update, I'm struggling. I am. I'm struggling to figure out how to show up in a social media phone screen addicted world when that doesn't feel right for me, you know? And I'm struggling with trying to manage the ticker in my head that's constantly going on about you know, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to go pick this up from the grocery store. You need to do this in order to, um, you know, feed your body well. And it's very hard. So I'm basically just feeling like an imposter in my own life because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I think that that's important to say because I know that people often, often message me on social media and go, you know, man, I just don't know how you do it. You show up on social media, you're authentic, you're vulnerable, you run these businesses. It's just so crazy. You're only 25, you're sober. And it's like, you guys, I flounder my way through every single day that comes my way. Like I flounder. Some days I'm a flounder who doesn't even have any water to breathe and I just die. (laughs) I just fucking die. So, that's where I'm at. Like, that is where I'm at. I'm feeling like I am very lost and I'm in this place where it's like, I hope something's about to pop off and like, show me the way. Or all of a sudden I'm going to have this big awakening where I just all of a sudden know exactly what is meant for me. But I mean, that feels like kind of hopeful thinking. I think I'm going to have to flounder my way through a couple more days, weeks, months, maybe fucking years um, before I find that peace. But the one thing that I will say is that peace does not come without work and that awakening that we so desire and that, you know, knowing that we so desire and that growth and that healing that all of us really want and are searching for if we are on that honest personal development journey to becoming the best version of ourselves, that does not come without work and that does not come without floundering and that does not come without, you know, having no air to breathe some days or curling up in a ball and watching... 12 hours of Outer Banks, which is exactly what I plan to do today. It just doesn't come without that, right? And I read a a post today that was so amazingly written. It was so amazingly written. And it said, do not fear the pain. Pour it all over yourself like gasoline and let it light you on fire. And that's honestly what I feel like all of us need to hear because if you're anything like me and you grew up in a home, anything like me, you were taught to run from emotion. You were taught to run from pain, avoid it at all costs. You were taught to, um, you know, put your own like thoughts and feelings on the back burner or brush it aside so that you didn't make someone uncomfortable so that you didn't, uh, make somebody feel something they didn't want to feel. And really because of that, I was taught to just walk around like a little zombie with no thoughts or feelings or whatever. 
But that pain and those moments of like serious darkness and of, I don't know what I'm here for. I don't know what I want to do in this life. Those moments of that are what spark positive change. Those are what force us to um, do different things, to get out of behaviors that aren't serving us, to get out of cycles that aren't serving us or relationships that are making us feel bogged down. And that's so important. And it's something that's so overlooked. And I do love and appreciate the fact that obviously we're more aware of this in this day and age than our parents were. So I, I am a firm believer that although my parents really fucked up, fucked me around and I think all of our parents fucked us around, like they just did, they were doing their best with the information and the knowledge they had available to them. And now we have more. So we are hearing the message more often now, you know, feelings are not bad. Once feelings are stuffed, they will always manage to come out in other ways that are far nastier because they have to be released. Emotions are literally energy in motion. So it needs to constantly be moving, needs to get out of your body. It needs to be talked about. And so I love that that's more of the messaging now. But for those of us that grew up in those households or in those homes where the messaging was, don't talk, don't trust, don't feel, to be coming out of that and trying to come out of that at least and to talk, to trust, to feel, it's really messy. It's really messy and it's really uncomfortable because we were not demonstrated that by the people who were supposed to demonstrate that to us. Our parents are like our little mentors. Like they teach us and they provide us with the skills and the coping mechanisms that they have. And because they are only humans, they don't always, you know, arm us with the best stuff. Sometimes they arm us with things that served a purpose for them and their survival, like maybe shutting shutting people out or putting walls up or, um, you know, abandoning self to make everybody else happy because that kept the peace in the household. Sometimes they honestly believe that those things are tools that would help us in life. And now we're learning with, you know, newfound discoveries and newfound research and newfound studies that that stuff actually doesn't help. It actually really hinders our own growth and our own emotional process. So, you know, we're trying to unlearn this and relearn things that are actually helpful for us and actually do help us grow. And that is horrible. Unlearning behaviors is far more difficult than relearning or than, um, yeah, than relearning something. Like I would far rather pick up a book and learn something new than try to unlearn something that I've been doing for the last 25 fucking years, like a quarter of a century. So I think that the main gist of this whole thing is you're going to go through these periods in life where you have no idea what the fuck is happening. You have no idea what the fuck is going on. You don't know who you are. You don't know what you want. And it's so important to view that time, not necessarily as a hopeless period, rather as a hopeful period of, okay, this is me letting go. This is me getting uncomfortable. This is me learning new things. And because we only grow in discomfort, we have to be okay with being in discomfort. That means some days, and this is what I'm experiencing right now, so that's why these are kind of the points that I'm touching on. That means some days you want to claw your skin, clean off your body, and like run into the woods and die. (laughs) That sounds so dramatic, but it's like truly on those really uncomfortable days, that's what you want to do. That's going to be why some days you feel so small and insecure and self-conscious 
And that's why some days you're coming out like a crazy person and you're mad at everything that everybody does. It's because there's this inner change and this inner turmoil going on that is almost like churning out the old. Think of a compost bin. It's churning out the old to create something really awesome and beautiful and new and to give life to something that's better than anything you could have ever imagined having or ever imagined being given. And we don't get that for free. We don't. The price that we pay is pain. The price that we pay is uncomfortability. The price that we pay is fear and 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 loss and letting go and grieving old ideas and old behaviors that did serve a purpose for us at a time but no longer do in order to get to that new space that we really want and really crave and in order to let go of that hopelessness too at the end of the day. So, um, you know, I'm really trying to sit in that. For example, the other day, me and Chris are obsessed with X on the Beach, UK. The UK versions of everything are always, like, way worse. And for reality TV, like, the worse, the better, I do believe. Um, so we're obsessed with it. We are obsessed. And I went home to Kelowna to visit my dad and my sister um, over the weekend. And, like, when I go home, because, like, those core beliefs and the core messages come up so, like, loud and proud and clear and fucked, I always feel super self-conscious. Like, I've always felt like the black sheep in my family or, like, I don't really belong or people don't like me. Like, that's not to say that's true, but that's how I feel when I'm in it. So that was my experience. And me and Chris are watching X on the Beach, and I'm just loving my life watching it. But also these girls are, like, coming out of the water because (laughs) here's the worst part of it, okay? It's so fucking fake, but, like, oh, my God, even my brain can fall for it. So the whole thing is, like, these crazy people are, like, living in a villa, and every once in a while an iPad dings and is, like, go to the beach. Like, an ex is here. So all these people are hooking up, and then an ex comes in, and it's all this drama. But the way that the ex comes in is they stroll up on the beach, and, like, the girls will whip their hair back and, like, literally squeeze their tits and, like, let water drip down, and it'll show the whole thing close up, their butts, like, basically their pussy lips on screen. Um, And it's, like, just so staged, right? But I'm watching this, and I'm watching all these hot bitches crawl out of the water and squeeze their tits. (laughs) And I'm sitting there, and I'm going wow, I do not look like that. Wow, what the fuck do I have to do to look like that? So I'm watching the show, me and Chris, and Chris is just off in La La Land, probably just watching the show like a normal human. And I'm sitting in my head, and I am dissecting how much money I would need to spend in order to look like one of these bitches. I'm like, all right, tits done, that's 20 grand. Nose job, I don't know, five to seven, I'm assuming. Uh, lips done, maybe my butt done, maybe some liposuction, like the insanity of this, right? And so I'm laying there and I'm thinking, all right, 50 fucking thousand dollars it would cost me to look like these bitches. And I, I cannot do that. I do not have 50 grand and I would never spend 50 grand on that. I don't give a fuck for anybody um, who does get get that stuff done, like whatever makes you feel good, but I just don't think I'd be somebody who felt good with it. And I'm laying there in this fucking emotional turmoil, knowing goddamn well that when I go home, I feel insecure, I feel weird, I feel like, you know, weird. I just feel weird. And my fucking go-to is 
what plastic surgery would make me feel better about myself right now? Like, (laughs) it's not like to say like, oh, you fucking idiot. Like, that's your thought process. No, like we all go to weird spaces when we are feeling weird. But it's so funny to look back once you get a little bit of separation from that day, the way I was feeling, the way I was feeling insecure in my family role, the way I was feeling insecure just in life in general and business and all this stuff, to look back and see, okay, there was some inner inner stuff going on there. There were some feelings happening. But instead of feeling the feelings, I went to, how do I change my external? How do I change my external so I don't have to feel the things that make me want to (laughs) die. And that's easy to do in this day and age, right? Like, oh, I'm going to go buy a new iPhone when I feel sad. I'm going to go buy a new sweatsuit because I feel sad. I'm going to go order takeout and eat my feelings away because I feel sad. And once we recognize that that's a pattern in ourselves, and maybe this isn't for you. Maybe you grew up in like a totally healthy family and you're just like Gucci to go. Not the case, I don't think for most people. Once we can recognize that that is a pattern for us, oh, I'm feeling something. Things are coming out sideways. I'm really looking to my external body for validation. I'm looking to others for validation. What's going on for me inside? Something's happening. There's a pattern here. Once we get to that space and we can start to use that as a little sign to show that something needs some attention within things start to get really good and you can start to recognize, oh, I need to sit in this. I don't need to shop this away. I don't need to binge this away. I don't need to starve this away. I don't need to drink this away. I need to get curious and I need to sit with this shit because that's what's going to propel that change. That's what's going to propel that ability to thrive regardless of the fact that things are really kind of messy right now. And what a gift, like what a gift to be able to look back and be like, oh my God, I don't need $50,000 worth of work done. I need some fucking, I need some self-loving. I need to sit with self. I need to be kind to self. I need to practice affirmations. I need to focus on what I'm grateful for. It's so crazy. And I think that's one thing to say that I'm going to end on is, you know, as much as I say that when we are in these crazy like whirlwind emotional places. We don't know what to do or I don't know what to do. Like right now in my life, I don't know what the fuck to do, but I do know the things that I can do that are going to help me take care of myself in the best way possible, which is the simple things like I wake up and I do a gratitude list. If you think that's hoorah, hoorah, I don't think that was the right words. (laughs) If you think that's weird, wake up and say or write, I personally prefer writing, three things you're grateful for. That's it. Everybody on this earth has three things they can be grateful for. Truly, every single person. Um, You know, I will do affirmations. Whatever it is I'm struggling with right now, I will write the opposite of that. Or I will, um, you know, manifest something good coming from that. Which, once again, can seem like, ooh, she's a little crazy witch girl. But it's like, no, that helps my brain to kind of read that and then feel okay with where I'm at and to trust that things are going to be okay. So, you know, I'll do my gratitude. I'll do some affirmations. If I'm really feeling weird about my physical body, I will go into the mirror and I will say, thank you so much body for carrying me. Thank you for keeping me alive when I tried to not let you keep me alive. 
Thank you for letting me laugh with my loved ones. Thank you for letting me rest and recharge. I'll practice that and I'll say that over and over and over to myself so that I don't hate my body. I'll actually like personify my body as being something that is not me because when I am struggling with, you know, self-worth and self-love, it's easier for me to love up on something else. So I'll think of my dog, my dog, I'll think of my body almost as like a little puppy and I'll just love up on her and that helps. I'll fuel my body. I'll drink enough water. I'll, you know, really check in with self and see what it is that I can do to take care of myself and what it is that I'm craving. Some days that means I have to force myself out for a walk. Some days that means I lay and I watch all the television and I eat popcorn and I have a good time. And that is the whole process of, you know, having integrity and being with oneself throughout the devastation that is growth and that is, you know, leveling up in life. And that's really ultimately all we can do. And I think the beautiful thing about that is we all have access to that hard, tough, gritty self-love. We all have access to that. We all have the ability to negate negative inner thoughts and feelings and discussions. It's a choice, though, in whether or not we do that. So if you're hearing this and you're finding that you're somebody who's going through this, but you're really beating the fuck out of yourself while you're doing it, how is that going to help? You know, just like get curious about it. Think about it. How is beating the shit out of yourself going to help? It won't. Shame and self-hatred never sparks the positive change that we hope it will. So hold yourself in this weird time of transition if you're like me and you're going through this weird space after a pandemic and after really crazy years. Um, Hold space for yourself. Let yourself fucking be where you're at and trust that things are going to get better and also know things are going to be extremely, extremely uncomfortable. (laughs) It's just like the way it is. It's so shitty, but it's just the way it is. And know that you have a friend in me and you are not alone and that like a million and one other people are going through this. I just guarantee it. So, you know, thanks for listening to my freaking life update. I'm going to be doing these a little bit more. And if you ever have any questions you want answered on here, any topics you want addressed on the Hotter Than My Demons podcast, like shoot me a message over at at R-I-L-E-Y-K-V as in victory, N-Y-O. I will re-share that again in the outro. And, you know, we can talk about it. I really always do want this podcast to be something that's going to bring light and is going to bring joy and is going to help others not feel alone in their struggles. So if you have something that you want me to touch on and I feel that I can adequately do that, I will do it. It is my mission to you, my friend. So that's it for the episode. I hope you guys took a little tidbit here and there from this little spiely spiely ranty rolly <laughs> that's what this episode was that's exactly what it was um so this is the hotter than my demons podcast remember every single freaking day that you are hotter than your demons you're a badass bitch nothing can get you down we may take a seat but we will never be held down Ooh, that was a new outro for you guys so if you have not yet please follow me at riley canyo On Instagram, that's at R-I-L-E-Y-K-V, as in uh, vagina, I don't know, that's all I can think of today, not very original, N-Y-O, that's just like a little trick I did, instead of an A, it's a V, it's like an upside down A. (laughs) 
or you can follow us on our new Instagram at hotter than my demons spelled the exact same way as it is in this podcast and I hope you guys have the best freaking day of your entire lives can't wait to be back here with y'all and I will see you soon bye